Lunch with Pippa Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Well, it's always lovely to speak to Wendy Nola, but it's particularly so when she's with us in studio in Cape Town. Great to have you back with us again, Wendy. Yeah, always lovely. Thanks, Pippa. We're going to be focusing on medical schemes loyalty programs today, following several complaints, either about benefits being stripped or at the least uh, eroded at the end of last year, or about problems getting the benefits to the customers. Uh, a couple of those to share with you. This reminder, after one thirty, it's open line time where you can phone in on any other consumer-related issue as well. Now, Wendy, it was last year we heard that 75% of South Africans do use loyalty programs of some kind. Mm. That was according to the 2018 SA Loyalty Landscape White Paper compiled by loyalty consultancy Truth, who were in studio with us. Yes, we had Amanda with mm. us. Um, so yeah, many people rely heavily on rewards, all kinds of rewards uh, programs to fund not only luxuries but essentials such as fuel and medical expenses, expenses as well. So we had Amanda Crom the founder of Truth, um, who was on the show, I think it was the end of October, um, to tell us, um, to give us the results of, of their latest, their 2018 paper. And I remember her discussing with us how the loyalty market had matured over the years since 2015 when they first started um, doing this survey. She said consumers are much more astute now in terms of how they get the most out of loyalty programs um, and that brands are wising up and helping them to make that happen. She said increased participation in these programs brings increased points redemption and higher levels of engagement. So, of course, bearing that in mind, consumers never react well when they think that their loyalty program is shortchanging them or even hoodwinking them in yeah. some way. Um, even when told that this is for their own good, as in we want you to exercise more in order to get that freebie that you want. <laughs> um, that's the vitality yeah. way that we've seen over the years. Now, speaking of vitality, we are going to focus today specifically on medical scheme rewards programs, taking a look at both Discovery Vitality and Momentum Multiply. Wendy, um, just how popular are they? Okay, so thanks to that uh, Truth White Paper, we know that in 2018, um, Vitality it was the the eighth most used um, loyalty program overall, um, in and that is a, a sample of economically active South Africans. Twenty two percent used uh, Vitality, sure. okay. and Multiply was much further down the list, twenty second with four percent use. But you know, if you're active on social media and just out and about, you'll hear people talking about. Um, the use of these benefits, how they're winning or losing or wanting to be mm. in a different level or whatever. So it's become quite a thing um, in the daily lives of many South Africans. Yeah. Um, so with the reason we're doing this show is that, um, well, partly the, these things just came at me all in the space of the same week. So um, literally 12, 24 hours apart, uh, two people wrote to me to tell me that the hotel stay, stay discounts, which, well, they alleged that the hotel stay discounts, which Vitality punts, are misleading. One of them was Henko Kruger, who recently went looking for accommodation in Kimberley for a school rugby event that he wants to attend. I think it's coming up in, in May, if I'm not mistaken. We've got him on the line. We have. We have Henko on the line from Belleville. And thank you so much for your time, Henko. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks a lot. 
so far. Now, you were looking on the site of bookings.com, which many of us use when we're looking for accommodation, and you saw accommodation that appealed to you uh, offered at the Protea Hotel, Kimberley. And it was at that point, yep. I know, that you remembered you could potentially tap into the Vitality Reward system for a discount. Talk to us about what happened next, Henko. Yes, hi, um, Wendy. Um, yes, I, I did have a... I, like I said, I did that booking, or, or I looked for space on booking.com, and I found a... The hotel, and I remember about the Vitality um, reward system, and I logged on to Vitality. They use a third-party Kulula.com to do the bookings for them, and I I logged into my Vitality account, and I um, actually, yeah, I, I booked or I inquired about exactly the same hotel, same the same three nights, and and the base rate that they use was much higher than what I could get from Bookings.com. And I thought, okay, no, that's all right. And I um, actually went on the Protea Hotel website as well. And their base rate was also much cheaper than what the Vitality one on Kulula was. And then I actually did the same search on the Kulula website, but um, I did not lock in with my Vitality account. And I just used the, the, the website as a normal citizen without a loyalty award. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that the base rate um, Kalula will then charge each is lower than what they will charge when you lock into Vitality, and that's what the, the, that's what I when I saw. But there's yeah something not not, not right. That it doesn't make sense that you um, if, if you use the same website, the base rate should be the same if you use a loyalty program or if you just lock on as a normal normal user. Yeah. So just to be clear, with the discount um, applied to that base rate, at the end of the day, you did come out at a lower amount, but you, the, the starting with, point with or without uh, Vitality um, was a different one, and it was lower if you didn't log in with Vitality. So in other words, they were offering a better deal on the base rate for the room if you didn't log in Vita- with Vitality than they did if you used in with that Vitality membership. I mean, how did you feel about that, Henko? Because you had been sold on a benefit program that offered you a 35% discount. Substantial, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've been... Well, for a couple of years now, always um, made sure that we keep our diamond status on Vitality so we can qualify for the highest percent discount. And I was just, yeah, I was um, very disappointed when I actually saw that they, the moment you, you sign into um, your Vitality or you lock on with Vitality, that the base rate actually increase okay. with about 9% or so. Yeah. And then, then, then they give you the 35% discount, and then after that they will add a 99 booking fee again, which is another... 100 rand, um, rand or so. 100 yeah. rand extra again. And, and so, yeah, so the, the benefit is not really 35% that you're saving on it. It's actually much, much less, actually. Much less. And I see, yeah. looking at your example... Your booking.com um, booking was actually cheaper, even with the um, Vitality discount. So that was, and it was, yeah, quite a bit cheaper. Yeah, um, that, that's the thing. Yeah, so it, 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 it's it's always worth looking around and not just just um, thinking that. With, th- yeah, th- th- yeah, yeah. Th- thinking that that your Vitality or your loyalty program thirty five percent discount, no one can beat it, and and 
it's not always the case, though. Now, Henk, I'm going to ask you just to stay on the line while we relate a very similar story of a second that case second one and that I got. share with you Vitality's feedback because I'm interested to hear what you think about the feedback they gave us. But, Wendy, literally within 24 hours of hearing from Henko about his experience, you got another complaint yes. in from Therusha Barath of Gauteng, uh, also looking for accommodation for a wedding uh, uh, in March in KwaZulu-Natal, and also one that, that called the Vitality offer into question. Exactly. So she wrote, I called the hotel directly and was quoted in the region of 1,095 rand per room. Uh, we were looking for two, room, two rooms, so that was 4-2. Um, and the receptionist said that this is was a special running that weekend. When she attempted to book via Discovery's Kalula site, she was quoted um, four one four seven, citing a thirty percent being dis- uh, being applied to the regular price of closer to six thousand two hundred rand. So it was you know, fifty rand cheaper, but not yeah. what she was expecting. She says, and I think that a lot of people would have this perception. She says, Discover- in my mind, Discovery should apply the 30, it's actually 35% they claim, discount mm-hmm. to the rate on that weekend and not the usual rates, as I was made aware by the res- reservations desk at the hotel that the accommodation rates fluctuate. This is one of the key ve- benefits touted for joining Vitality and therefore is potentially misleading as the discount applied is not as generous as it's made out to be. So an almost identical point. And as I say, we decided to look at this because the, these two came in hours apart. On the back my, of each other. Yeah. Yes. So, of course, I went to um, Discovery Vitality and the response went like this. Um, Vitality offers member discounts of up to 35% cashback on travel, travel benefits such as hotels, flights and cars. For hotels, Vitality has contracted with partners to offer members a discount off what is called the best available rate at any given time. In the vast majority of cases, this Vitality state status-based discount will be the most competitive rate in the market and is, as is evidenced by the thousands of hotel rooms booked on this benefit. However... Hotels have the contractual ability to run tactical specials of their own from time to time. These are very limited in their number, time frame, and availability as per the Booking.com example. Vitality is not able to get access to these tactical special offers, but what Vitality does offer members is a consistent status-based discount off the hotel's best available rate on a long-term basis. So there we have some confusion around that because in both the cases we 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 highlighted here the best available rate on the date wasn't the the date that the that vitality was using as the base rate in order to apply that thirty five percent discount. Um, so that's um, yeah, that's an eye opener I think for many people who well, assumed otherwise. And it's not only hotels. I've just had a WhatsApp from someone saying I also discovered that Discovery uh, mislead their members on flights is the wording this person uses. Comparing the prices through other vendors versus Discovery through Kalula, one often finds that Discovery's starting point is much more expensive. So while you do get a benefit after the discount is applied, it is nowhere near the advertised levels in reality. Yes. I'm just, let's bring Henko back in here. Henko, hearing read, um, Wendy read out that response from Vitality, how, how do you feel about that explanation? Oh, yes, um, Papa, I got exactly the same response from, from Vitality via email. And I understand fully that uh, um, the hotels and some of the other booking vendors, that the prices might differ. For me, the main problem is um, if I use their own provider, which is Kulula. Mm. If you if you log in 
with your vitality, the base rate increases with about 9%, and, and that's a starting point. For, for instance, my, my three-day stay, I actually checked it this morning. The prices differed a bit. It came down a bit, but on both, yeah, the both base rate and the and the, um, normal rate, um, the the base rate for if you are a vitality member, it's 6,222 rand, which they quote. But if you lock in as a non-vitality member, the base rate is only 5,735 rand. So they basically start at a higher rate, give you 35% discount. Add 100 rand. A, yeah, and, and then add 100 rand per room if you book more than one room as well. Yeah. And then you basically, yeah, so you, so you don't start at the same base rate. You actually start, start at the increased base rate, which is basically... 9% more, so you basically only have a 25% discount, not really a 35% as they, as they advertise. So that's the main problem I have. I fully understand that hotels might have specials going and other sites have similar, yeah. similar promotions going, but um, yeah, if you use the same, the same vendor, which is Kulula, yeah. for me it's just, yeah, I, I can't understand why there's a different base rate if you use, if you lock in as a vitality member, that's Okay. Henko, thank you so much. I'm thank sure a lot you, of people would, would share that sense of feeling that that just doesn't seem right, Wendy. And it's a very good lesson for everyone that it really pays to shop around and not just blindly think that the discount being offered yeah. is as and big don't as forget, it seems. I mean, vitality is not a free benefit if you're a, a member of, of, for it, of yeah. Discovery a Medical Scheme. It's an extra and it's quite a few hundred rand. So for many, I mean, they're thinking 35% discount. I think they might assume that there's no way that, that any, that they could beat that in any way because it's so substantial. And the, and the lesson here is do the checks anyway and um, then do your sums and figure out what, whether the benefit is working for you. Yeah, I think. And that applies to any of these okay. schemes. Now, it's not only about the discount issue that uh, there have been grumbles and, and complaints, uh, Wendy. There's also been a lot of muttering on social media about a sense that the rewards have been diluted or eroded to some degree. Uh, for example, it's harder now to earn that free smoothie, smoothie. on Vitality, <laughs> which everybody yes. was holding out for, uh, using the new, uh, they call it the game board format. I know a couple of the members of my boot camp class were complaining that the points they earn per class for the self-same amount of exercise are suddenly less than they were last year. Any feedback from Vitality on that particular aspect? Yeah, so they said to me, and, and the same written response as the hotel one, the game board allows members who want weekly rewards to still earn them. The minimum point allocation is 25, which can be redeemed for coffee, popcorn, and charity donations, which obviously have a lower worth than the smoothie. The smoothie yeah. And you'll see if you go to Kuwait often as I do, that that line of people with their on their, on their Vitality apps has diminished dramatically. Okay. okay. Um, so they say, but it also does provide members with the opportunity to accumulate rewards over a 12-week period. That's three months, if my maths is right. Mm-hmm. In order to access... Order to get access to a higher value reward such as smoothies, snacks, groceries, online shopping, holidays, gifts, and gadgets. So, yeah, and then they go on to say members are also eligible to win a diamond or an instant reward, for example, a thousand rand grocery voucher, an Apple Watch, a ten thousand rand investment, or holiday. These enhancements have resulted in an increase in goal completion rates and engagement, which are Vitality's primary aim. So any time you question the moving of the goalposts, they'll say, well, it has the desired effect. And it's in your own best interest to exercise more. But there will be those that can't attain them anymore and then feel shortchanged. That's Mm. just inevitable. I mean, it's human nature. Um, 
The response goes on to say the game board also allows members who are on Vitality and Vitality Drive to integrate their rewards and access a larger variety of partners and rewards, blah, blah, blah. The go live of the Discovery of Discovery Bank later this year will further enhance the value of Vitality Active Rewards and further entrench improved health, driving and banking behavior. And they say that following extensive changes to their rewards uh, Vitality Active Rewards Benefit, uh, which started three years ago at no additional premium. The benefit to the consumer has been much richer rather than diluted as as um, the complainants have alleged. So they're taking a very much of a um, big picture view on that rather than the person that's standing there going, oh, but I used to be able to get, based on my activity level, my steps or whatever, I used to be able to get a free smoothie and I don't no, like I that. I can't yeah. on this silly game board thing. So that's, yeah, that's the okay, whole the picture there. On that one. Yeah. Now, after the news headlines, we'll take a look at uh, a momentum case because I don't want everyone to think this is just a vitality slamming match here, Wendy. It's not <laughs> only them experiencing this uh, this kind of feedback and uh, after the 1.30 headlines, we'll share the case study from Momentum Multiply. I've also got a listener WhatsApp. Remember, you can share your experience or call on 021-446-0567 or uh, drop us a voice note to 0725671567. Key Talk. Consumer Talk. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note now on 072-567-1567. Well, somebody has uh, t- uh, texted us a message there, Wendy, saying, I recently had the same experience with Momentum Multiply when I was looking for a return flight ticket to Amsterdam. The direct quote or offer from Emirates, even when booked through Travel Start, was still cheaper, even after my so-called Multiply. They gave the same kind of response that Discovery did <laughs> in that previous case, that Emirates provides their own specials, which Multiply does not have access to. Um, now, speaking of Multiply, yes. um, lest everybody think this is just a vitality boxing match, Wendy, uh, you also had some queries about Momentum Multiply. I did indeed. So those for those who aren't familiar with how it works, Momentum offers rewards in the form of what they called health returns for active days, D-A-Y-Z, trademark. Mm-hmm. Um, these rewards are credited on the 15th of the following month um, of you achieving the required active days, which is why we're getting now on the 20-something some complaints from people who worked out based on what exercise they did, gym visits, etc. during December, yep. what they could rely on in very bleak January. January, um, for, yeah. Yeah, for cashback on medications or discounts and for even uh, smaller procedures and whatever. Um, and it just didn't happen. Things went wrong with the December allocation and those who were depending on, 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 you know, they knew exactly how many days they'd done and what they could expect and it just didn't happen. They got drastically reduced health returns. Um, I first heard from Andrew Worrell, who is a, a financial planner based out in Belleville. He wrote um, to say that he was affected both personally and um, he was fielding um, emails from un- very unhappy clients who had the same problem. Okay, well, we've got Andrew on the line as well. Andrew, thank you so much for making time for us this afternoon, and welcome to the show. Ah, thank you. Can you tell us what went wrong? You did your active days, and you logged them, uh, and what happened next? Um, yes, yeah, so when I looked at my statements, I noticed I only put in 100 rand, um, and I had clients with the same issue, and I took it up with the multiplier and uh, Momentum Health, and they said, yeah, there was a glitch in uploading all the data and all the figures, um, and I asked them, so are you going to fix it? And they said, they'll only fix it on the 15th of February. 
A month later. A month later. So you said they put in about 100 rand. How much were you anticipating was going to go in, Andrew? It was close to 1,000 rand. So you were well, well short of what you thought was coming. And I know you'd already made sort of plans in your head of what you were going to use that benefit for, hadn't you? Yes. um, My daughter needed a a procedure done on her toe, and I needed to top up my contact lenses for the year. So, um, And just their whole attitude was... they didn't issue a letter to say this is the problem. They waited for the clients and the brokers to phone them, and then they just issue an apology. Sorry about that. But they're not actually fixing the problem. Why did they say, did they give a reason for the fact that they're only going to remedy it a month later? Um, yes, they said it's too much work and there are too many clients for, this, oh, for them to fix this. Too which much is work. totally unacceptable because what happens to the interest on that money, first of all? And secondly, does it really take a month to to correct the faults that you made. Um, you know, it's a great concept. The multiplier with the health returns, it's a great concept, but I think they've blown it. A great opportunity. But so instead of, instead of like trying to find new clients for them, I'm trying to keep the clients that they've got, myself included. That's a scary um, prospect for them, Andrew. Well, thank yeah. you for, for uh, bringing it to our attention. And, Wendy, we did reach out to Momentum to try and get an explanation because your response and mine was, that's not good enough to say, sorry, it would be too hard. It's too hard, yeah. I mean, that never goes well. So you've got a combination of your the customers being let down and then when they complain, being given an inappropriate kind of seemingly don't care response and that is deadly for any company as yeah. we discussed so many times on the show any company makes a mistake as any individual we're all allowed to make mistakes but it's how you fix it and rectify the situation that, that's yeah. on which you should be that's how, what, what we should be judged on as individuals and as companies so acknowledge apologize and make it as right as fast as yeah. possible well we reached out to momentum for a response and uh, i was able to chat just before the show to uh, their head of marketing for momentum health damien McHugh. he was going to be in a meeting at this time so yes. we couldn't have him live on air but he did did make time for us to explain what had happened. I started by asking him what had gone wrong with the allocation of those rewards. Firstly, thanks very much for having us on, on the show and, and apologies to the members who, who our computer area has affected. So what, what happened was we, we normally run in our, in our multiplier business and um, measure all of our, the participation and active days and things that, that consumers and our members uh, participate in. And that file obviously gets transferred into our health business, and it's, and, it's, and it's really, really simple. We do it every year. We do it every month, in fact, and we do it well. This month in December, we actually did it a little bit early. So what happened was we, we loaded the file um, earlier in, the, in December, and so the active days of the members for the rest of the month um, wasn't logged. So they, they obviously logged in, but we, when, we, when we used the file to pay back the members, we'd obviously not used the full amount of, of active days that the members had um, had achieved. So obviously then in the January when we paid the amounts, we paid a lower amount to the members. So we picked it up pretty early. We sent letters to them to say, listen, we're sorry, we've realized we've paid you, underpaid you, and we're going to pay you in the February run. We'll reimburse the amount that, you know, we didn't pay in the in the January window. And a lot of the members came back to us and said, please don't do it that way. Uh, because of the way health returns works, the members use that money to so the free money that they earn um, to actually use for, for the health claims and so on. Exactly. So what we're doing is by, by tomorrow, in fact, I think by the end of the week, um, let me rather put it that way, we will actually refund the, the cash value of that into their health saver accounts um, so that those members aren't any worse off rather than sort of reimbursing them um, more money in, in, you know, in February so they don't have to wait that long. So by the end of this week, we'll, um, we'll have reimbursed all of those members the, the cash values that they, you know, the outstanding money that 
um, that they that they should have earned and, and should have been paid. Okay, that's good to hear. Can you tell us how many members were affected? Are we talking dozens, hundreds, no, uh, thousands? No, so it's thousands, but I think it's just under 4,000 members. Let's just say 4,000 members, um, you know, that's affected, which is not a big, uh, it's a lot of members, please don't get me wrong, and we don't want to make a mistake on on any one member, never mind 4,000 members, but it's it, in terms of total volume of people, it's actually, you know, we have over 158,000 people on the medical scheme, so it's a small percentage, but we don't want to make a mistake for any member, that's that's the issue, it's not, you know, whether it's one or, or 5,000, you know, it's not something we, you know, we want to do, so obviously we're very, very sorry for the inconvenience caused, and, and we're hoping about paying it by the end of the week, we'll, you know, we'll resolve the issues that any of those members have had. It's good to hear that you are, are sorting it out, uh, um one one would think, though, Damien, that you should have anticipated the possibility that this would happen. Surely, when the position was put that uh, let's let's be proactive and do this early in December, somebody should have thought, what about the uh, the benefits that accrue after we we load it? So it it, it literally was a, a system a system error that they pulled the file from the wrong server. And look, it's a technical thing, but you know we we just we've done it. You know, every month for the last almost two and a half years and haven't made a mistake like this. So it, it is a bit of a one-off, um, and we just made sure. And we actually picked it up straight afterwards. The thing is that the, the, the files, you know, the transactions that happen between our two systems actually happen without any almost human intervention in this context. And, and literally, we actioned it while they had picked it up. So we paid out the money to the members while they had already picked up the error, but now we've already paid the money out. Um, so that's why we notified them, you know, you know, quite early in the piece to say, listen, this is a mistake we've made. We notified all of the advisors that were affected by, by that as well, so the advice community, in case the member went back to the advisor as well. So we've picked it up. We actually have checks in the system that, that do that. We shouldn't have run the, you know, the thing early in, in, in December, which, you know, it is, a, it is a mistake on our part, and we're obviously very, very, very sorry for it. But, um, and and we, this particular mistake, you know, obviously won't, won't happen again because the system has been corrected to ensure that it doesn't happen again. So... Um, yeah, and it's the first time we've, you know, we've done it in, in, in this way. So, yeah, absolutely, it's, it's something that should never have, should never have done in the first place. Okay, so just to, to summarize where we are, Damien, you, you have communicated, you're confident that you've communicated to everybody who was affected yes. exactly yes. what happened, the fact that it was yes. a system error and that they are due to be paid that money. Uh, are you confident that the message will have reached everybody and that you're not going to have uh, customers potentially sitting in real uh, distress in the middle of, of January or late January with, with procedures and things that they had earmarked that, that, that reward uh, to be used for, not knowing whether they can go ahead with them? No, so firstly, the quantities of money that we're talking are, are not massive amounts. So they're not like thousands and thousands of rands which they'd be using for, for, you know, really extensive procedures. Most of what that money would be used for is the day-to-day stuff. So paying um, some medicine, paying a doctor, although that's still an inconvenience. Please don't get me wrong, there's still an inconvenience in that. The quantities of money are not, um, are not you know, there's 100,000 rands coming in and I didn't get it now, I can't go for an operation. That's not what's happening at all. It's small amounts that go into a savings account. Roughly, I don't know what the average... The average premium, you know, the average payback would be, but it's, it's, it's probably no more than, you know, 500 rand or 600 rand a month that, you know, that members would be getting back at, you know, at the higher level. So it's not, um, that they can't access the benefits or, or they won't be able to do it. And, and given that we're paying them back now in, in, by the end of the week, they'll have that money available, um, to them immediately. Yes, we, we are confident that we've communicated with all of the members. Um, we've actually SMSed all of the members, um, as well. So that, you know, and phones generally are, are what people, use a lot more for communication than an email or a letter that's been posted or anything like that. So we've SMSed all of those members, told them the amount of money that we, that we should have paid them in excess of what they were already paid, um, and told them that they were going to be paying it into their health saver accounts. There are some members who are affected who don't have a health saver account. That money will be going into their own bank account. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be putting the difference into, their, into the bank account. So I do believe that we've communicated to all of those members. And if members on the show 
um, who are listening to the show who, who haven't had communication, they're more than welcome to call us and, and we'll talk them through what we've, what we've done. Wendy, I mean, 500 Rand is a lot of money to a lot of people, especially at this time of year. So, especially um, at this time yeah, of year. And, yeah. and in Andrew's case, let's not forget, it was 1,000 Rand that he was expecting and he yeah. got 100. So that, and you, you multiply that, excuse the pun, by um, 4,000 roughly people. It's yeah. a lot of people who've been let down and then compounded by what would appear to be not the best um, communication around it, not proactive communication. Certainly not proactive communication, yeah. yeah. So okay. Well, good to hear the that, um, that, that, that guarantee that the money yes. is going to be paid. End of the week, not of middle week. of February. Yeah. That, that's, that'll make a so difference. So that's a big improvement. And uh, anybody listening, if you don't get that compensation, let please let us know uh, so that we can follow up for, uh, for, for you. Okay, a couple of other um medical aid related questions and comments coming in. I think we've got a, a caller who wants to speak to us about prescribed minimum benefits. While we just uh, call them back because they were waiting for a long time, uh, a message in about FedHealth uh, on the WhatsApp line. Uh, and this is from Vanessa. She says, I'm so glad you're tackling this subject. I'm having endless problems with my medical aid FedHealth. And this is not about the loyalty program, Wendy, but about an actual uh-huh. cover. She said, I had eye operations to both eyes, uh, the right eye in February last year, the left eye in March. And the March operation was paid in full, but the February was short paid by 11,000 rand. My doctor's accounts department, the specialist himself and I have been continually phoning to try and get the reason for non-payment. They keep saying it was a duplication, which it wasn't. Oh, my goodness. This is is an admin problem. It's an admin error. Nearly a year now. And she said, I have eventually sent an email to the principal offer, no reply, but the account was then paid only half the amount, though. So she's still short. Where do I you take know, my complaint it's now? It's so she common for people to have eye ops a month or two apart. It's yeah. not, we have two eyes as human beings. <laughs> you know, that's just a an, an really annoying, um, I think, well, you know what I'm going to say. Um, let's see if we can help. help. Yeah. Um, with as much detail as possible, I'd, I'll need your um, medical aid number, the date of the procedure, and any correspondence you've had saying this is a duplication, that's why we're not paying. Um, and uh, I'll do my best to, to get that solved. Okay, so Vanessa, what you want to do is drop an email to consumer at nola.co.za, spelled K-N-O-W-L-E-R. She knows a lot about consumer affairs. <laughs> consumer at nola.co.za. Please put in the subject line, Cape Talk, Fed Health Eye Operation. So Wendy knows to keep an eye out for it, pardon the pun, and um, uh, we'll see if we can get you some resolution on that one because it really just sounds like a ridiculous admin error. And there's so many of them, unfortunately. And nearly an hour, a year later, yeah. it's just unacceptable. I hope we can help get that sorted out for you, Vanessa. Right, Clint, uh, why don't you chat to us about prescribed minimum benefit cover? Clint, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Wendy. Good afternoon, Papa. Thanks for having me on the show. I really sure. appreciate it. The uh, story is about uh, PMB cover with Discovery Health and the runaround that they've been giving us for the past couple of weeks. Our son, he's three years old. He's been suffering from two medical conditions, both of which are covered under prescribed minimum benefit. Since Jan 2017, he has been eventually receiving medical cover for or prescribed minimum benefit cover in the way of drugs for his, his, his primary condition. Um, but as of late, another condition has, has cropped up, a second one, which now requires further uh, uh, medical treatment. And our battle with discovery is about the process that one has to go through to access the, the funding and the, and, the, and the drugs for my son's condition, our son's condition. And um, it's an endless battle because 
every time you speak to a different agent, you tell them the story, you hand in all the documentation, the doctor hands in the application form to qualify for the, for the PMB cover. And um, they always come back with, with more information that's required. One day it's, 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 one day it's, the one, uh, it's a request for uh, vaccination. The other day it's a, a, a request for, for further evidence and history of, of, of his condition. And every time you call in to find out uh, how, how the process is going, a different agent uh, 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 speaks to you and he doesn't have an understanding of what's already been relayed uh, uh, a, a week before. You know? Classic corporate and, call center mm. fail. Yes, and, and, and what, I've, what I've found is, is we, we're still waiting for, for, for funding, but in the end you go through all that and it's been, call it eight weeks now. In the end, because we've been persistent and we've been so uh, 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 determined to, to help our little boy, we've, we've gone all avenues, tried everything to, 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 to get these people to, to, to fund our son's uh, uh, medical uh, treatment. And in the end, uh, we, we got to a point where their doctor on the medical review team had to then call our doctor. We are now at the process where we are waiting to find out whether or not they are going to, to fund or not, you know. But why even make us as parents go through the whole uh, 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 process of sending documentation, endless paperwork multiple times, the same things over and over, only for them to decide, okay, we're just going to get our doctor to call your doctor and then we'll decide from there. We've also got it on record that other family members who we know personally and we've got it in writing have have, have sons or daughters with the same medical condition have not had to go through the same thing Mm. we've had to go through and have not had to present to them the same evidence that we've been asked to present, yet they've been able to access the drugs for their particular son for the very same condition, you know? So why is it different for one family versus the other? Yeah, it's, again, they have to do their checks, they're entitled to, but it, it, there are ways of making it a little bit simpler, cutting out the duplication. Mm. Um, I think perhaps the only thing I can think of in your case, and this is, you know, complete assumption, that it's now a second condition. So now they're sort of applying themselves even more to sort of um, making you jump through extra hoops because this is now a second PMB that um, that you're wanting them to cover. That's the only thing I can think of that could possibly explain yeah. why they're applying different criteria to you. But as you said, Wendy, it's a part of the problem is the nature of the call center based service is oh, this does do happen. You- I've had the same uh, experience with with a completely in a completely different industry, Clinton, with an Uber complaint uh, where I got bounced from. You know, every time I called, it was a different person responding and a different email sometimes back in a different and, city or country yeah, even. and it you know it goes round and round and round and you send and resubmit and resend and resubmit and you know the next person has no idea of the background you've already uh, gone through with somebody else so it's incredibly frustrating that is the issue especially yeah. when you're dealing with a health issue there you know there's they should be, they should be compelled to streamline that process and have some sort of you know central open a file with a single file number for the patient. Surely you would think with where, where all of that info is loaded, all the history is captured. Yeah. Yes, you would think so. So yeah. thanks for sharing that, Clinton. Sorry you've had to. I hope that the doctors talking to themselves um, finally lead to the approval. Yes. Yeah, interesting. Two diametrically opposite responses to that momentum um, interview I just played out, Wendy. On the mm. SMS line, Sally saying I'm very unimpressed with the momentum guy's response. He had a but after each 
French apology and really underplayed the consequences of their mistake. Uh, virtually at the same minute, a tweet in from Mel saying, for one month at the busiest time of the year, Momentum Health returns are not credited. What about the other 11 months when everything was 100%? Nothing is said about this. This is the best program in the country, in Mel's uh, opinion. People love complaining, she says. I'm gathering that she wasn't someone who was expecting five, six hundred, seven years. Yeah. But yes, good point. Um, I I think it was said by, by Andrew, it was definitely said that that's a very... Um, it's it's a lovely program to get actual health benefits rather yes. than something unrelated to your, the reason you took out. And money off your pharmacy bill is a lot more useful than a smoothie Absolutely. to your average family. Yeah. But the point wasn't just that it, there was a glitch that saw it not happen for January. It was that um, it wasn't communicated proactively and quickly enough and that they were only going to fix it a month later. So yeah. which, th- to be which fair, it, the, the two go together. The interest, yes, yeah, so fair point on both cases. Okay, after the break, uh, we might have time to squeeze in one or two quick open line calls on 021-446-0567. You're also welcome uh, to send a voice note to 072-567-1567. Cape Talk. Consumer Talk. You can call us now on 021-446-0567. Well, interesting to hear from one happy medical aid customer via on the SMS line saying, Cape Medical Plan, the best medical aid. You can ask to speak to a specific person. They are efficient, cooperative, and comforting staff. I just love all of them. Nice uh, to hear that tip, Vi. Thanks for uh, for sharing that. Uh, a WhatsApp from an orthopedic surgeon saying, as an orthopedic surgeon dealing with discovery and PMBs is a nightmare. Uh, another interesting point on the WhatsApp line from Elise saying, is there any possibility for medical aid call centers to charge less for their phone calls? An average call is 22 minutes long and it costs me two rand seventy per minute. I can only imagine how much it's been costing Clint for all of those calls he's been making. Mm, especially yeah. so many of us don't have landlines anymore. anymore yes. Um, and yeah, that is a very, very valid point. Let's go. Uh, we're staying in the uh, medical uh, health uh, medical aid field. Colin in Somerset West, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Just two uh, problems with uh, that have cropped up recently. A friend of mine has just had a hernia off, which uh, they wouldn't accept because they said it was cosmetic, and he had to pay what? the 55,000 rand himself. And then uh, another one last year, my wife had a stroke, and uh, they prescribed medicine for her, uh, 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 injections, but the medic, they wouldn't accept it. They wanted to put her on to warfarin, but the, 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 the doctor had said no, he didn't want to use, uh, warfarin because of, of the, the blood thinning. It was only a month later when he changed it that they then accepted it. Um, but it, it, uh, I mean, that was a, 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 a life threatening yeah. uh, example that they would not accept and they would, they went completely against the, the doctor's prescription. Too scary. Um, um, a hernia being cosmetic, that, that, uh, I'd love to hear from that person firsthand and, and, and follow it up if that's in, fa- in fact what happened. I can't imagine. Pippa and I were just talking Both off air about yeah. something being you know, described as cosmetic when it clearly was far from it. Yeah. Um, Colin, I don't know if you want to ask your friend to drop the details to, to Wendy in an email to look into uh, as a matter of interest. But yeah, as we were saying, Wendy, the scary thing is in some of these cases with you being battered from one person to the next to the next and, and, and dealing with multiple agents in call centers, th- there is a risk that somewhere in the line, the person making the decision on some of these claims is actually not a medical professional. It's a 
an administrative person who's not qualified to to d- diagnose something as yeah. a medical issue or a cosmetic one. Well, I suppose, yeah, you can't have medically qualified people sitting on, the, telephone, your, on yes. the phone, but then there should be some kind of mechanism for that call to be, to be made behind through. the scenes yeah. efficiently by, by a team of doctors. Yeah, it's it's a, um, yeah, later this year I'm going to have a personal test of of this issue. It's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out no. with my, with right. my medical scheme. Well, one final one, uh, which is an open line question, but it is actually medically, uh, sort of themed. Uh, anonymous asking on the SMS line why you can't exchange medication at a pharmacy. They say, uh, I bought some allergics at MediRight. When I got home, I realized I had failed to specifically request the non-drowsy version. So I took it back thinking I could swap it and they wouldn't let me. Yeah, is that right? Yes. The Consumer Protection Act does allow them to exempt um, um, medicines. Um, I, I've written about this sort of eight years ago when the act first came in, but the, but the short answer is yes. Um, you might think that um, it clearly hasn't been tampered with, but because of the huge risk of what you can imagine of um, people with um, some kind of ill intent messing yeah. with the meds somehow and so, or substituting somehow or something. You know, often you get blister packs which are not, they're just in a little box or whatever. Yeah, easy they, to play with, The straight yeah. rulers, no, they they um, won't take it back. Um, I must check, though, because pharmacies have, you know, behind the counter and, and off a normal shelf, uh, as yeah. would. So there might be a distinction there. So, for example, um yeah, if you buy something that's not that that um, like the allergics, for example. Yes. But there again, um, it's behind the counter. It's not legally. But legally, yeah. if remember we keep saying on this show, if there is nothing wrong with the product, you, they they're are not obliged. Under, they're not obliged back, to take yeah. it back at all. So um, yeah, they they were within their rights. Is the answer to the, that question? Thank you so much, Wendy. We have to wrap up there. Another fantastic show that's flown by. Thank you it so much indeed. for being Thanks with us. Thanks for that. A reminder that if you want to send a query to to Wendy, the address is consumer at nola.co.za. Please put Cape Talk in the subject line plus a word or two on the nature of the pro- problem.